Hey, you're listening to Curtain Jerks in just a second. But first up, I want to let you know about ProWrestlingLoot.com's Wrestling Loot Crate. It's going to be something really special. We've been talking about it every episode. And I want to let you guys know, if you use the promo code SCOTT, that your first loot box is going to be 10% off. So guys, that's wrestling stuff. That's cool stuff. You're listening, and you know you want to get it. And now, without further ado, it's Curtain Jerks. everybody welcome to curtain jerks on the comedy podcast network you're listening with steve sears scott narver is on assignment in israel uh joining us today is the medium wrestling fan phil ranta yeah crossover episode yes and the wrestling outsider joel anderson that would be me i know virtually nothing about wrestling gentlemen we we were all on the sports 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 podcast we recorded right before this with you and now we're on the curtain jerks podcast this is true gentlemen thank you so much for joining me this evening yeah beautiful synergy yeah look it's a well-oiled machine just like two men fighting each other in the fantasy realm of wrestling oh kind of like uh arrow and the flash when they did a crossover episode then they crossed back (laughs) exactly or like homicide and law and order right or law and order svu and criminal uh, intent yeah and criminal intent criminal intent and law and order los angeles right and uh law and order dead bodies in a bag they oftentimes will cross over la and ncis uh new orleans and ncis new jack city yes now i'm the television outsider there we go i've never seen any of these shows oh you're missing out out. Yeah. They've got that creepy little lady who is in uh, If Looks Could Kill. Right, who's just like... <laughs> yeah. I may watch yep. Arrow because somebody I know is on it. Ooh, Ooh Echo. Yeah, Echo uh, Kellum did a thing where he's a... He's still doing a thing, yeah. Oh, yeah, He's apparently it's a huge is deal. He's a tech guy? He's, he's yeah, a tech he's a tech guy, guy. Yeah. yeah. And Speaking he, of he tech, knows the Arrow guys, sequel. wrestling... Yep. You're listening, guys, on some sort of smart device. Yeah. On your phone, on your iPod. Oh, yeah. On your computer. iPad. On your iPad. Your I iTablet. own all of those things. Look, you're listening to this because you want to hear wrestling. Mm-hmm. And we're comedians living in Hollywood talking about wrestling. Yeah. That's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, we've got a very special episode today. Not just because of these two wonderful guests I have with me today. That's Aww, us. Aw, thank you. We have an exclusive interview from our international jerk correspondent, Tom Ancy from Wrestling Memes. Ooh. You can find those wrestling memes? Wrestling memes. Google wrestling memes. Wrestling memes, wrestling memes, wrestling memes. Yeah. And it comes to comedy on the internet about wrestling, wrestling memes, and curtain jerks. That's, you got it right there. Those right? are the yeah. two. But he's got a, an interview with Blue Pants. Wait, what's the color of pants again? Blue pants. Nice. So, guys, take Why a are his pants so Shut sad? Shut up, Joel. Shut up! <laughs> She's got a heart of gold and pants of blue. Um, she is, you might know her as Blue Pants. You might know her as Lever Bates. I know her as a person who doesn't understand how biscuits work. <laughs> how biscuits work i don't understand why they are called something different over here like you guys call cookies biscuits no 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 right so so we are in 
Tesco's uh, <laughs> about three or four days ago. And Tesco's for you Americans who are also wrong is a uh, it's like our version of Walmart or something like that. And we get to the biscuit aisle. <laughs> Um, uh, having previously had a conversation with Lever here when she asked, what are those, what was he said? What are those orangey cookie? <laughs> what are those orangey chocolatey cookie things? At which point, uh, me and Rhea O'Reilly said, do you mean a Jaffa cake with absolute contempt in our voices? <laughs> um, like, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, so, so we get to the biscuit aisle. And uh, you had said that everything was cookies, which isn't true. <laughs> It's not all cookies. It is in America. No, it's just the cookie no. aisle. There are cookies are a specific thing. They've got like chocolate chips in them, and they look like cookies. There's like digestives, and then you pick. Then you picked up. A, you picked up. What was it picked up? It was a jammy dodger. You picked up a jammy dodger and said, "This is a cookie." It is not a jammy dodger. Is not a cookie. What is it? What is it? It's a jammy dodger. That's a biscuit. And then, 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 biscuit. right, what? right. You know what biscuits are. Yeah, they're covered in chocolate. There's bread and they're fluffy and they're golden on top, and you cut them in half. That's and you put bread. jelly in there. That's, yes, that's, that's what a biscuit is. No, biscuits bread. and gravy. You, oh god, you're going north soon. You're going to be like, do you know what we've got in the north for bread? We've got like balms, um, oh, bread know. cakes. Um, what are those? Uh, exactly. I don't even know them. There's about ten different words for bread in the north. You're going to be so lost. I am. You're I'm not going to be gonna like, survive. I need a thing. Um, I'm just going to not eat bread while I'm up there. I'll just follow my diet. But there. back to the biscuits. The main point was the Jaffa cakes. Because <laughs> we got to the Jaffa cakes and you read the label you're like, what's a Jaffa cake? <laughs> Didn't I call it a Joffrey cake at one point too? Did you call it a Joffrey cake? <laughs> what, it's like inbred and is a horrible little bastard. The Joffrey cake. <laughs> and then I'm like, she's crying with laughter. <laughs> but it's shaped like a cookie back home, and but it's it a, just it has like. It's the word. It's the thing. Jaffa cake, not that, like a clue like, that it might be a cake. Yeah, but it's like the sweet aisle. Like, all right, Swiss cake rolls are oh, not God, necessarily they... cakes at back home. They're just like. Like snacks. They're not like, oh, it's a cake. No, a cake is a type cake. of snack. All right, are you guys recalling Oreos, what, biscuits? Oreos are biscuits, yes. All right, I took a picture well, of Oreos Oreo. from America and it said a sandwich cream cookie. That's what it says on the package. So That's how not, am I supposed how, to know you how, guys call them biscuits? How is an when Oreo I see a, a sandwich? Biscuit, I think of like. How, how is an Oreo a sandwich? Because it's two cookies with cream in the middle. No, sandwich a sandwich cream. A sandwich cookie. is made of bread. Huh? A sandwich is made of bread. But it's a sandwich cookie. I'm, I'm just looking <laughs> with disgust. Here. Okay, okay. You guys have KFCs here, right? Yes. When you order your meal and they give you that bread, what do you call that bread? A bun. No, a bun is cut in half and you put for burgers. Wait, what, what bread do you mean? It's, we get biscuits when you get back home. They're no, you, called biscuits. No, you get a bun. If, you a get bun, fried a... chicken, mashed potatoes, and biscuits. That's what they're called we don't get in, mashed in, potato in, in America. In our, in our they're called biscuits, those fluffy things. You mean you a get. scone? A scone? It's <laughs> America is backwards is what I'm learning here. They don't even know what a scone is. They don't know what a Jaffa cake is. 
and they couldn't pick out a digestive from a lineup if their lines were on the line. <laughs> I'm learning though. Learning. What have you learned? In I've learned that uh, you guys you learn have uh, cloudy lemonade and sparkling lemonade, but that sparkling lemonade is actually a citrus soda. No, that's just lemonade. No, that's citrus soda. No. You're like, oh, what's Sprite or 7 Up? I'm like, a citrus flavored soda is what it says on the packaging. Well, that's lemon and lime, really. Yeah, and then you go to Wikipedia, lem you go to Wikipedia and that's what it's called a lemon lime flavored soda. This is it's a soda. This. Lemonade is when you take lemons and you press it. No, that's and then you add traditional sugar. lemonade. This is store-bought lemonade. So we don't have cloudy and sparkly. We just have straight-up lemonade. Straight up. That makes it sound like... <laughs> I've got... It's like you're in, a, you're in an alley. You're like, I've got some lemonade for you. You're like, how much? £10 a bottle. Oh, that's a bit price. And it? You're the best night of your life. <laughs> so many E numbers. And that's, that's you think lemonade. I'm kidding, though? I, 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 that's I believe straight you. Straight up just, lemonade, man. I'm just, it's just you, you just look at things. <laughs> and then I had cloudy apple juice much. for the first time too. It's cloudy apple juice I don't like. It's just yeah, it's like weird, apple juice that hasn't been done properly. So. Like ours it, looks way more like urine. Yeah, that's how our, most of our apple juice looks. Okay. It's cloudy apple juice. So that we have in common. Okay. But I am currently working on the Home Office to get you deported for these slanderous. <laughs> I don't know. I went to actions. Parliament today and they, they were pretty impressed with me. Yeah. I think I'm going to become, you know, Queen? an ambassador. <laughs> Queen? <laughs> I didn't go to Buckingham Palace, just to well, the outside. I saw the changing of the guard. What, and... they wouldn't let you in? <laughs> Outrageous. <laughs> I didn't try to go in. I oh, wasn't okay. ready yet. But so what, so what I... did you learn in Parliament? Well, I learned all about the House of Commons and the House of Lords. Okay, give me a give me an education. I'm then. The, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna be a lord now. And you then, be a lady. Uh, well, yeah. A lord and a lady. Hey, <laughs> lord, lady, person. Lord, lord lady, lever. What? What's? <laughs> can I just be a person? Actually, if you were lord, lady, lever, then you'd be triple L. So there's lord, like a whole lady, new gimmick. Lever. You could be triple L, and then just start pedigreeing people. I don't well, know. I do a pedigree from the top rope. That's my finisher. Well, there you go. So I'm already there. That's better than triple H. <laughs> You've outdone him. <laughs> Lord Lady Lever coming to a town near you. Um, also, you just you just show me on your phone like the best photo ever. You've just been doing like the and because you do like for the people who've only seen you in NXT, you do a lot of dressing up, and you scare me a lot by sending me pictures of you dressed as evil things that are terrifying. <laughs> but apart from the terrifying clowns, for example, even though I'm not afraid of clowns, it's just when you're wearing a clown outfit that it's terrifying. You. Uh, like recently you just showed me a picture of you in, in fallout gear which is like the best photo I've ever seen like, it's, it's James Musselwhite isn't it yes. and his photos are absolutely amazing you need to go and hunt him down and find his things but wh wh why um, have you decided that costumes are your thing that's me that's already how I am I was dressing up way before wrestling what were you dressing up as Not everything uh, I went to a party one time in, in college, you know, it wasn't a dress-up party, it wasn't any sort of special party, yeah. but I got bored, so I'm like, I'm gonna be Buffy, so I put on like... <laughs> was the, it, what, was it, so it wasn't like Halloween or something? Or, no. So it's just gonna dress up as Buffy? Yep. Okay. And so I just got a steak from a... This is why I like her. <laughs> I, like, for the Christmas before, I got a wooden steak. Yeah. So I grabbed the wooden steak, I already had like the black... I mean, the red, like, leathery pants for season three, so I put on a black shirt. And I was blonde at the time, because I'm naturally blonde. 
and I was walking around the party just as Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I, uh, when I was working at Hershey Park, we were part of this bowling league, and I made my team dress up in costumes every time. So we had like pajama night one night, Catholic schoolgirl night, and the one guy on our team was our Father Bosley. So he was our priest. Uh, we had a drag night where all the girls dressed up like men. That was the first time I donned a Charlie Chaplin costume. Which you wore in the ring recently? Yes. And, I, it was actually a brand new one because that, was, that was like about 10 years old. So. Oh, I see. And, uh, and, and then you take on the mannerisms of each character you're playing in the ring as well. Yeah, that's just the actor in me because yeah. you know, a lot of people don't know this, but I have a degree in theater. Emphasis in acting. Well, now everyone knows, obviously. Now they know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of do that to A, challenge myself, and B, bring the character to life. You know, like, it. I want to see, can I bring these mannerisms into this person? Like when I did Captain Jack, I kind of did. Look, she's doing that, the, the, the hand movements. Oh, yeah, Jack I did there. that, the swing. rocking. Slightly slow. I, I totally did like a drunken master type <laughs> style in the ring. And um, oh, what's the other one you did? You did Riddler recently. I did. And you you were post you were sending me your riddles, and I was giving you the wrong answers, which were technically correct, which I was very <laughs> proud of. I can't remember what they were now. You were, I mean, the thing is, they weren't wrong, but they weren't the answers that <laughs> they weren't the right riddles. Research. So I was making up riddle answers, which was I was I was very proud of myself. I I, I wonder like they should make a person to to combat the Riddler and be like the answer. The, the, uh, making his way to the ring. The answer! Seven. He just really deadpans. Yeah, that's, well, that's obviously gravity. Just walks off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I want this to happen. That would be like the rivalry of like the Riddler, our, our, our generation. The Riddler just gets really, really angry every time he solves the answer immediately. Like, oh, I worked hard on that one! Are you not even wait for like you and me to finish? Come on, man. Yeah, exactly. He's like halfway through the question, just comes over the loudspeaker. Forty-five. Ah! <laughs> um, all right, let's we will bring that bit too. I, th I think I'd like to talk about the time we became best friends, and um, just just why we became best friends. I think rather than at the time, because we were um, maybe at SummerSlam, we had a wonderful time, and. Um, I was just like, we're just talking, and I, was, I can't remember, one of us mentioned Final Fantasy, I was like, oh my god, Final Fantasy! And then I think we were talking about it for about half an hour solid, while everyone, while just ignoring everyone else, <laughs> and it was a great time. So, what's... Everyone else had things going on, it was okay. Yeah, well, we, we were lonely, so it was fine. <laughs> we were down, like... Lonely and depressed. No, it was fine, we were just, we'd just been to some stuff, so it was all good. And someone brought, didn't you bring it up, or didn't, someone say, hey? Somebody said something about it. Huh? I don't know, it's a mystery. But that's the point. I know, that's so, a mystery, yep. So, that's so, a riddle so, then. Where's the answer? Oh, oh. Where's the answer? He's just upstairs, stomping around. If you can hear the stomping, I can hear stomping somewhere. But, <laughs> um, so what's your favorite Final Fantasy then? My favorite one? We've got to do the nerd bit at some point, don't we? Uh, I think we need to talk about that. Like my first, technically the first one I, I watched was one, but I was really young, and I was too young to play it, so I'd watch my cousin play it, and I was just fascinated with it. I so. never finished that one because I got lost. Yeah, no, it's you like, get lost. You get I halfway through the game, it. and then you just like, I can't remember what I'm supposed to be doing, and there's no thing telling me, and there's a massive world map, and I'm so lost. <laughs> and so I just stopped playing it. But, but like most people, I, I seven was the one that turned me back onto it because that was the one that came out I've, was a big one. Have and you got seven for your phone? 
Huh? Have you got seven for your phone? I don't. Oh, um, I, I, I got it. I, I got, and actually, I have more memory now, so I, I can actually I got, do stuff. Like I deleted so much memory when I found out seven was on my phone, so I could get it. And I've just been playing it on trains and buses really? and planes for about uh, two weeks solid every time I get a chance. But the problem is, it's like, you know how when you're on old Final Fantasy, it's like, oh, we've got to go do this. I've got to get to a save point. They do that to you. You've got, you've, there's still the save points. And like, I don't know how long it takes, but maybe 10 minutes after closing, like sh putting the app away, it'll reset it. So you've got like, say a few minutes to like respond to a WhatsApp or something like that. But you have to get those save points. So you're like, at the train, you're like, oh, I can't turn it off. So it's like, it's, it's bringing back cherished memories of Final Fantasy VII. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So VII was the one that turned me on uh, to RPGs in general. Like yeah. I was like, oh my god, I am such an RPG person. I didn't know this. Now I do. So I started getting other RPGs like crazy. Hmm. Uh, I love Ten and Ten Two. Oh, I just I just got the the PS4 HD remake of Ten and Ten Two. Really? And I, I haven't played through Ten Two yet on that version at least. But I played all through ten in about two weeks as well, and I was just like, really? "Yeah, I love ten. So that was um, that was good love. That, that yeah, might be my, my seven, seven and ten. They're, they're but I mean, if you look at ten too, it's the the basis of my gimmick. Why is that? Look at it. They oh, because they, they have costumes. They got costume orbs or spheres, and then when they wear the costume, they take on the traits of that costume. That's where I have the black mage costume because one well, now I can do magic spells. Look at me, I'm a thief. Now I can be all like fast and shit. Chica. That was yeah. my thief in You know, like the warrior. I'm all badass. We're like the ching 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 ching. <laughs> oh, all right, and then um, I guess. Like that's that's the basis of who I am. And what a lovely person you are. Sort of, ish. What? Sometimes what? She, she's a bit. She's a bit. You know. What, what's that word you really hate? What? Game changing. <laughs> that's it. I hate this phrase game changer can everyone, is overused. Can everyone who's listening to this podcast now just uh, tweet? There's just the word game changing. No, just say that was a game changing podcast. I think. I think that was good. So you know what? Either. It's a shoot. It's a shoot. A game changing shoot. <laughs> I know you love that so much too. It's I a hate shoot. the word shoot. It's, so it's a shoot. Game changing shoot. <laughs> this is a game changing shoot podcast. All right, and we, so now we're both thoroughly we're, annoyed. Yeah, both thoroughly annoyed. But make sure you tweet just game changing. Ignore the word shoot. Just no. Don't just add the word no, shoot. No, 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 just tweet. Shoot. Tweet wrestling memes. Shoot. No, don't do this that. is a shoot. No, no, that meme is such a shoot. <laughs> I'm shoot gonna knock you in the face in a minute. Um, hey, you're the one who lost my hat. So. I, no, right. So she had these magic hats for this photo shoot she was doing, <laughs> and she's r r back to when we got started. She's running around Tesco like, oh, I've got to get this, this, and this, like all these random Wait, normal English biscuit, things. But this is a cake. What is the difference between a cake and a biscuit, then? <laughs> what is the difference between a cookie and a cake? I need an energy drink. Oh, wait, not this energy drink. Oh, and then I think what she did was she took an energy drink out of the fridge, put her hats in the fridge while she was swapping them over, and now in a Tesco's in um, a Croydon. In Croydon, which is the loveliest place on earth, probably. Not really. uh, the, uh, it's a Tesco in Croydon, there are two hats. So if you find those hats, sell them on eBay, you'll make at least £4.50. Uh, and um, I and yeah, they're, those bloody hats. Uh, and she blames me for losing them. And I would definitely I'm pretty sure I'm like, here, hold this, because I had everyone's stuff in my hand. You had your stuff in your hand. I was, we were buying stuff for like, for Jimmy's, and I was like, oh here, I want to buy this, and buy this, and 
No. She went mental. She was just picking everything. <laughs> what? She she was like a kid in a sweet shop. In not a, a cat. Not a cat. So oh my god, the sweet aisle. Oh, we're back here, aren't we? Oh god, I just elbowed her in the head. Yeah, sweet aisle. Be. No, no. She, so she was like, oh, so, so she's like, oh, here's again. Do you mean the sweets? And we're like, yeah. So we take her over, and she's like. No, this. We were like, "What do you want?" Twitch. I was like, That's not candy. Or what was it you were saying? I don't remember because we were having a big argument between. We were still going on about bloody biscuits and and yeah, and then sweets and candy and chocolate. I've learned so much this week, though. Like, yeah. I learned the the faux pas of talking on the tube. Oh, you don't talk on the underground. See, you stay quiet. That's a, it's quiet. You, <laughs> really? can, you could have maybe, when I opened my could, mouth, Jimmy's a, reaction was like. Yeah, you can be like, you can be like, <laughs> oh, is this where we're getting off then? Or you can do something like that, but you don't, you don't have an extended conversation on the tube. No way, no, no. way. Why don't I, there needs to be like a handbook when Americans get off of the plane that they hand us? Here's what you need. A to handbook. Do. Hand me a handbook. You just need to do it right. You know. Or, when or I, okay, I can just be friendly and have when, conversations with people. When I go to America. I don't go and do everything wrong. I'm just like, excuse me, where's the toilet? Sorry, where's the bathroom? You know, I I I bring myself into that community, and Hi, and I'm you're just like, oh yeah, these Jaffa cakes and these cookies <laughs> and these sweets and biscuits and oh. Oh, so you're saying I'm I'm forcing myself upon you guys as saying. In a way, yes. I'm just saying it's confusing. Why do you have so many names? And the fact that it's a biscuit. What? Where are <laughs> it's, it's a sweet. It's just a, no, a snack. No, snacks are a type of... Snacks are just a thing that you eat quickly. A snack can be anything. Yeah, but why you got to be so... Right know. about it. And then, how are you? So, all right, all right. Let's say we're your bastard children because America is from you guys, right? Yeah. Well, you everyone's know? from us because we, like, took over the whole world and then we're like, sorry about that. <laughs> I know it yeah. is. It was the 1800s. We were, we were young. Why do we have so many things different? Like, why, why did we start calling English. scones biscuits then? What is the origin of that? She did scones with bunny ears there. <laughs> um, because uh, you're... Uh, because you revolted against the English when we were doing a bang-up job of treating you that. well. Just like we figured out the story of the driving, you guys are the only ones that drive on the side. Oh, and the reason for the reason we drive on the left is because you can swing your sword in your right hand. We learned so much. So if you, if America, you driving on the right-hand side of the road. If you ever end up in a sword fight with one of us, and you're, in the car. To, and you're in the car trying to have a sword fight, you are so, so fucked. We are just gonna like cut your head off while you're like, swinging at a tree and like just off to the side. Like you'll be hitting stop signs. That's okay. That's why we have drive by shootings. Yeah, America just legalized guns to get around that. That was probably it. We haven't got le we've like got strict gun control. America's like, oh, right side of the road. Well, we better legalize it then. And that's, we've solved it. That is how to get guns unlegalized. You just swap sides of the road. Genius. You solved a, no, you solved I, a crisis. I want to see people swinging swords out of their car. I no, seen that's the problem. If you if you make guns illegal, then everyone's going to start getting swords, and then they'll be drive by beheadings because they'll be like wah, 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 with their swords. <laughs> oh God. We've, we've, I know, but if I go back home, I'm going to be so confused on what side of the road to drive on and. What? Even walking, uh, walking to, in you London. You drive on the right side, and by the right side, I mean the left side, because <laughs> it's right. 
Even walking, you guys walk on those sides. What? No, we just walk down the road. No, like, like when you're on an escalator, like the side that you pass and the side you stand on is even flip-flop from us. You know, you know how many times today he had to grab me and move me over? I don't. How many? Like, like probably over ten. Do you know what? We were, we were crossing. Because it's really the opposite side. Like, I, I, city walk. We have the moving sidewalk. So it's always you you pass on this side and you stay on this side. And it was flip-flopped. Flip-flopped. So I'm standing and he has to grab me and he pulls me over every time. <laughs> oh, I'm just... And this was after I talked on the tube. I can't believe what this conversation we've just had is. Are people going to enjoy this conversation? <laughs> I think oh, you know, just, to, just so we save this entire conversation, we should probably talk about the fact that you wear blue pants. Um, except you're not wearing blue pants right now. You're wearing <laughs> Nintendo controller pants, which are actually really fucking cool, and I'm quite jealous of them. Although I don't, they're, they're like skin. They're like skin tight Nintendo pants. I don't think they suit me very they're, well. Uh, we call them leggings. Leggings, yeah, but I don't. Yeah. yeah. Is that a thing too? Leggings is that a, are a thing, but is that I'm a point of contingency yeah, no, between no, no, us. No, no, no. Leggings are a thing, but I'm a boy, so obviously I don't wear leggings. So. So tight pants. Tight pants. Tight pants. Tight Nintendo pants. No, I guess if the whole blue pants thing doesn't work out, I could be Nintendo pants. Nintendo pants. Get gaming pants. Game pants. You can get multiple things and then you know. Game changing pants. <laughs> Game changing pants. Oh dear. <laughs> Shoot pants. Shoot pants. Uh, and, then, and then obviously there's the, the the little known black pants who is your 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 evil alter ego. Kyle which, Edwards, that's his favorite. Kyle Edwards. Yes. He, he loves black pants. That's his favorite character. Because it's your dark side who would probably, probably Jimmy Havoc-esque, I'd say. <laughs> is, that, is that black pants? Black pants? Is that, yeah. is that Swearing, black attacking pants? people, saying, you know, insulting people's mothers, things like that. Black pants. <laughs> black pants. Yeah. That's, that's the blue pants he'll turn. And, and yeah, so, but blue But there's blue also pants. black pants. I think it was also part of the serial killers. And they come out with the cereal, that's the hardcore part where you lay the cereal on the mat and then they wrestle on top of the cereal. cereal. Did oh. we not part of that conversation between me and Kyle? I never heard the serial killer conversation. You're going to have yeah, to explain this now. A, that's a stable black pants, isn't it? The serial killers. And so black pants gets like a box of shreddies out, pours them all over the floor and then like throws them into the shreddies. Hey, Matt, they make you some tricks. See, we don't have tricks over here. Okay. So we know about them, but we don't have them. What do you so, have over here? Frosties. Maybe, uh, maybe like the, there's uh, a, a Brit Pops? in the serial killer faction, oh, who, and who, they can bring, bring over the Brit cereal. Well, like wheat. Do you have Weetabix? No, we don't. Have that. We have Wheaties. I don't know if that's no. That's Wheatos. Okay. I think. Weetabix. I'll bring Weetabix. And it'll be I'll, like, you know, Captain Crunch. It'll be like that, like that Captain day. Crunch is like rough. Would it be like, so you know how like when, say, Abyss, let's talk a bit, he pours the thumbtacks out and then very occasionally he'll pour the glass out and everyone's like, oh my god, it's glass! And then you get like the Captain Crunch out. Is that like the equivalent of, yeah, of the glass? It really and you're like, is. oh my god, there's no way that they're going to take the bump onto those Captain Crunch. Dude, it'll be like, I, I don't know if and then they get up and there's like, bits of cereal stuck in their bag yeah. <laughs> and they're just like holy shit what's the cereal chunk um. 
There's no serial chance. And then we'll we'll come up with one and come back to it and maybe tweet it. Snap, crackle, pop. Snap, crackle, pop. Snap, crackle, pop. Snap, crackle, pop. Yeah. They're great. This is slowly descending into chaos. Um, you're doing the, the Fallout thumbs up there, I, I, I feel like, because you just took the Fallout pictures. You yeah. need to find the Fallout pictures, internet listener. I say internet, podcast listener, because they're, they're really good. They're, they're ma- magic, as, as you put. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's you can find them either through me or through uh, James Musselwhite, who is Y2JimBob. Y2JimBob, yes, they're very good. And yes, we should very, very quickly talk about the actual blue pants, because we've not, we've spoken about it for about a minute, I think, of this conversation. So, <laughs> well, I mean, so they're how's being blue pants? Fun! Hooray! <laughs> I think we've covered it, yeah? Yeah. Unless there's anything else we're right about having I, blue pants. It's, it's, it was a game-changing experience. <laughs> shoot. shoot experience. A game-changing shoot experience that was very controversial. And on that note, blue pants, black pants... Um, game-changing Game-changing shoot serial killer. Nintendo pants. Nintendo pants. Slash Lever, where can people find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Twitter, Rustling Lever, uh, same name under Instagram. I have a Facebook, it's Lever Bates, parentheses, official FB page. Okay. Unparentheses. Unparentheses. And what, one final question Who would you uh, rather, who, what would you rather fight? Ten duck sized horses or one horse sized duck? So you've got a horse the size of a duck. Or you've got ten ho- horses that are the size of ducks. I'll just take the, I'll take the, the horse. But they can still, like, stampede you. They're, they're, like, this tall, but they'll be, like, stampeding, like, all around you, because there's ten of them. I'll probably just pick it up and hug it. But there's ten of them. <laughs> it's so cute. But you're, you're in a fight. You can't, you can't hug someone in a fight. I can. I have. What about Bailey? Bailey hugs people and fights all the time. Yeah, she hugs them, and then she hits them with a, the Bailey to Bailey. Yeah? So it's not really Why can I not do that? The horses are rabid. I just made that bit up. Yeah, so you're changing. You're changing the game now by changing the rules. So fine, I'll take the, the horse-sized duck then. Can I ride it? Can it be my steed? You can try and ride it. Um, I don't imagine know. if someone riding like the horse-sized duck? It would have reins and fly off. And right, is the show starting? I think the show's starting. And on that note, Lever, very nice to see you. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Hooray. Excellent. Excellent work, Tom. Well done. You're, you're a charmer. My question was answered. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Joel. Now, Phil. Joel, guys, it's a very special episode. You're both here with me today. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I wanted to take this opportunity to do something a little bit monumental. Yeah, it was my idea. All right. It's Phil's idea. Yep. And I think he brings a lot to the table. Sure. But this is going to be the first 25 best wrestlers of all time on Curtain Jerk. What? Yeah. Really? This is kind of like a best of episode. It is except a best we're not of episode, but back. Scott isn't here, so it's more of kind of like a foray into unknown So it's territory. an even better than usual episode. Well, yeah. ordinarily it would be 25 best wrestlers and what we think their clothes smell like. Right. Oh. Yeah. Instead, we're going to go over it very bluntly and have conversations about the 25 greatest wrestlers of yeah. all time. Sweat. 
Yeah, I, I think, think their clothes think probably smell like sweat. They do. I mean, they move around a lot there. When you're working out that much, your body just sweats at the drop of a hat. Right. Yeah. Or just saying drop of the hat, and then it's Ugh. buckets. They're also Ugh. very big guys, and I imagine it gets warm in those stadiums with all the other people. You know, you know what, so. Joel? You would assume that they're very big guys, just like number 25, CM Punk. Yeah, oh. there we go. When he first entered the WWE, he felt the need to bulk up and become very muscular, but he wasn't yeah. feeling good physically. So when he found his sort of svelte middle ground, he really came into his own. How do you feel about CM Punk, Phil? Wait, what, where is this list from? This is from thesportster.com. Okay, thesportster.com, okay. trusted name in countdown list. I, as you say so, I yeah. found it just today for the first uh, time. CM Punk, he rubbed me the wrong way when he first premiered because his whole thing was like, I'm straight edge. I don't, I'm better than, like, I, there's something about the straight edge mentality that especially as a youth, I was just like, oh, you think you're better than me? Well, honestly. You think you're better than me? Honestly, Phil, I think the reason you hate CM Punk so much is because you look like him. Yeah. You look in the mirror and you see a tattooed mirror and you see CM Punk. That's kind of true, actually. Is this this Cornelius Martindale Punk? Of yes, the, uh, of, yes, of the is. Wessex punks? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, you just named a big old snotty prep kid. This is CM Punk from <laughs> oh, the Mean Streets of Chicago, Joel. Yeah. Sorry. But here's why I love CM Punk. The entrance music. Oh, yeah. Uh, usually they go with, like, unknown songs, right? Yeah. And CM Punk is just like... It's a very popular... Cult of personality. Is that in living color? Yeah, it's in living color. Yep. I know that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not, great. are you living in living color? Oh. You can <laughs> do what you want to do. The in living color theme song. And that would be fantastic. And then he dropped tennis balls and paint and threw them at there the you camera. Go. There Let's you go. take a drink and tap on a dream. Ride with the guys on a funky scene. Here so, comes another one of those. I'm running your money. This was, oh this was my a goodness. straight you just took edge. Me back. Yeah. No need to hold that remote control. Chill. This show's got soul. This was a straight edge wrestler. Yeah, yeah like the guys with X's on their hands who to he does have to X's not on have his fun. Hands. I, yeah. Let me show you a picture right now of the X's on his hands. Phil. Yep, that's oh what my he does. Goodness. Yeah, and he this is something it. that people liked. Yeah, and actually, I should point out his head is not flat. It's just cut off by the monitor. Because oh. <laughs> I was about to say, it no, doesn't I seem was, like he's got a whole brain there. I it must be hard to wrestle. A very clever joke on its way. Joel. <laughs> before he left, before he left wrestling, though, there was that one amazing bit where the person poured a beer all over his head. I don't remember he who had it was. A WrestleMania but... match with Chris Jericho, yeah. and the build up to that match, Chris Jericho said, "I am going to beat you so bad, I'm going to drive you to drink." Yes, that's the one. And that that, was... I thought that was a great plot line. Yeah, Did it was... work? Uh, he smashed a Jack Daniels bottle over his head. Yeah, he just oh. kept forcing alcohol all, right. all over his body. It was awesome. Yeah. Coming up next, number 24. This is a crime. This is you really just leaned crime. back so far from the microphone, actually, nobody heard that. I'm giving yeah. a thumbs down on CM Punk. All right. All right. Having heard about him, don't like him. Well, Straight edge. I'm not surprised. Joe I'm Anderson saying heel. Sports Sports podcast. Yeah. He was a wonderful heel. Yeah. Wonderful he was heel. a good heel. Coming up next, number 24, Mick Foley. This is a crime. I think oh, he's too far down. Whoa. Number one. Yeah. Number this Scott wrestler, would agree. This is a wrestler that I've heard of. I think this yeah. is a wrestler you can identify he's, with. Yeah, he's quite Sweat funny. Pants, oh yeah, big beard. New oh, York yeah. Times bestseller many times over. Yeah, just like Joel Anderson. Very intelligent and articulate. What was the yeah. name of your New, New York Times bestseller book, Joel? Oh, it was uh, <clears throat> me and Mrs. Martindale. Yes, very of the of, of the, the Wessex, Wessex Martindale. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't tell that prep school. She had she had Alzheimer's, and it was just a touching tale of me going to to interview her in the sort of piecemeal way in which her life stories came through. You asked. 
You ass! Oh my god, yeah. somebody blade me now so I can bleed to death in the ring. Mick Foley was so good at taking pain. Yeah. yeah. I used to love, and he's funny. Like, he was the full package for me. Yeah, he was a great, he had several different characters. Yeah, over Cactus there. Jack Honestly, dude I'm love. telling you listeners what you already know, I'm explaining this to Joel. Every time you yeah. start yelling at the iPod, it's because I'm explaining it for Joel. <laughs> yeah. right. Joel, Joel says, thumbs up to Mick Foley, thumbs down to number 24. Yeah. I can't think of 23 wrestlers who I think are better than Mick Foley. Hey, yeah. guess what? You will after this. Oh. Will I? Or, but you'll just have 23 other wrestlers in your brain. <laughs> I'll, I'll you mean we're not going to hang out and talk about Mick Foley for a while? We could. We could talk he about He lights him. himself on fire for fun. In Japan oh, wow. a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was one of his characters, uh, Cactus Jack, a brutal man with a sawed-off Pendleton shirt. Oh, yeah. wow. And he, yeah. he had some guy with a sock, right? He was the guy with the he sock. Put, he Mr. put a Socko. sock on people's faces? Yeah. yeah, the mandible claw, mankind. Yeah, that's yeah. good stuff. So- Mr. Socko. Mr. Socko. Uh, Mr. Socko. He pulled that sock out of his Johnson. I yeah. like all of this. This is yeah. this is solid I don't think he work. pulled it out of his Johnson. Excuse me, guys. I should he point out, out he of had his it pants. tied around his Johnson right. that he kept in his yeah. pants. Yeah. Not a lot of people know that. Right, yeah. yeah. But ball sweat implied. Yes, absolutely. Look, that's why it's so gross. Speaking yeah. of implications, number 23. Eddie Guerrero. Oh. Rest in peace. He Rest died. in peace, yeah. That's Mr. Latino Heat himself. Yeah. Not even yeah. I knew that. Uh, he, he did not make it, unlike all the other wrestlers in the world who lived to be 100. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, he was a great guy. He's a good wrestler. I actually, after yeah. he died is when I really went back and revisited, and he was great. I think a lot of people didn't, like, a lot of people liked him, but I didn't realize how much I liked him until he was gone. Yeah. He was dynamic in the ring. He was fun to watch. And know? I don't want to cheapen his life by any means, but it's kind of like a bag of chips ahoy. Once you finish him, you're like, oh, I guess I was really enjoying those. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, at least we still have Vicky. Yeah. I don't know. She hasn't been on TV for a while. Vicky Guerrero is Eddie Guerrero's wife. And after Eddie Guerrero passed away, Joel Anderson, uh, the WWE said that she'll always have a place here. And so they kept her on TV, but they turned her into a shrill, shrieking woman. Right. They (laughs) turned her into, like, the ultimate lady heel. Just as Eddie would have wanted. Right. Yes. And she got booed every time she went out. And, yeah. They would make her sexual. They They would comment on her body. uh, They took a wrestling widow and somehow... Their approach was not to go with sympathy. They they went hard the other direction. Well, yep. I think they had a uh, maybe a brief month of sympathy and then kept her on the air for about three more years. Yeah, which in a, in a way was kind of nice. You she know probably else? got paid pretty well then. You know what else was kind of nice, guys? What? Rey Mysterio at number 22. Whoa, oh, there we go. Mr. Mystery himself. Yeah. No one ever called him that. There's no one ever called so him much that. I don't know about him. Uh, because uh, he's covered in a mask. Because yeah, he's Joel, shrouded in mystery. It's because he's wearing a mask. <gasps> Who is that? It's Rey Mysterio. Uh, I, are you sure? Yep. His face is covered. Andale, Andale, 619. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about him. Very fast. Very yeah, he, well, the, let's talk his finishing knees. move. Delicate knees. Let's talk his finishing move, because you can't talk about Rey Mysterio broadly without talking hey, about the finishing what move. What kind of wrestling podcast is this that you want to talk about wrestling moves all the time? For? Okay. Uh, so the setup, and forgive me if I'm wrong, it's been a while since I've watched it, but it requires somebody to fall between the top and the middle rope and kind of dangle their arms over and kind of hang out there. That's, Phil, that's out of exhaustion. That's out right. of being so brutally beaten that they stumbled downwards and they yeah. landed on the middle The rope. way they had to set that up every single time, though, got really annoying. 
I and then he had to ju- they had to sit there for a while while he jumped and flipped around and kicked him it in the seems face. Like I disagree when they- because I never thought it was going to happen. And then once it happened, I was like, oh, they made it work. How? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a believer. And there's times where someone would just take like a hard punch to the face and they'll stumble and then just turn fall around. Every- yeah, turn around, fall around. It does seem uh. to me like it would be hard for that specific set of circumstances to happen without it feeling like it's at least a little telegraphic. Well, it is a guys, little telegraphic. Guys, guys, it may be a galaxy... Uh, far away, but it's also a galaxy a long time ago. So yeah, that's true. If it isn't those that's things, why are we even watching? That's a you made. You know what? You won me over. Okay. Yeah. You know what else won you over? What? Good segue. Number twenty-one, Ricky Steamboat. Ricky oh, the Dragon go. Steamboat. Some classics. Was this, was this when a, I was a kid? Now was this a Mark Twain themed wrestler? Did he like come out and quote Samuel Clemens himself? Or? Well, actually, it was very interesting because then he had a small boy who traveled with him yeah. and would just call him Asian-American slurs. Yeah. <laughs> and then the entire point of it, it was really the long con, was so that people could discuss racism later on in life in high school English classes. Absolutely. And find out, was it in fact racist or was just it a product of the times? Right. Yeah. Which it was. It was just racist. It, it was, was both. Yeah. It was both. But as a kid, I loved him. Yeah. It can be both. Well, he was part of that 80s wrestler generation where everybody was a huge personality. Uh, he did, I mean, huge. personality-wise, I don't think he was huge, but I right. feel like he looked well, a like... Well, huge presence. He looked we'll like presence. the karate superhero. Well, that's yeah. true, yes. And so wh- where does Steamboat come into that? What, in his name. In the ring? Yeah, well, I mean... Usually from the stairs, right? I think he's yeah. from the stairs. <laughs> no, I mean, because he's strong. There like must a have been boat. some some either aquatic or steam related function of his character. No, you know, he's, strong, he's, just, yeah, he's a strong guy. It's just big, a, powerful dude. Yeah, kept yeah, moving. Seems like a like a misdirect. Uh, Joel, please Google WrestleMania three. There, he has an amazing match with Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh uh, wow! That's uh, a, the, you can hear the nods of the audience right now. People who agree with that. Yeah, yeah it's a great match. Yes, thank you for all of your very loud nods. Yeah. <laughs> And make sure to tweet at curtain jerks uh, hashtag loud nod. Yeah, and don't yeah. forget to use the new nowly nowly available heart button. There and you go, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for putting up with me hosting today, and for yeah. Joel, me explaining these things to Joel. Yeah. He's a wonderful soul. I just want to take these opportunities. To make sure them. you get on Twitter and let everybody know what you think of Joel, the wrestling outsider. Uh, please still listen to Sports 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 <laughs> podcast despite Joel. And how can they find Sports 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 on Twitter? Uh, SoundCloud.com slash Sports Number Three Podcast. And on Twitter, oh, like Twitter.com slash <laughs> yeah. Sports Number Three Podcast. I'm, I'm sorry, Steve. <laughs> Where can they listen? Yes. If you want to hear me explain sports to Phil. Like Steve is explaining wrestling to me now. Also, I should point out, Joel will be available on the new comedy podcast network podcast, Business Talk with Joel, where Joel will be going over various penny stocks as well as a couple of hot earners. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's talking about Some the debt ceiling as well as really a couple of hot earners. interesting guys, prospects in the new uh, Trans-Pacific deal with absolutely. China. And interest rate tango like oh. we do every week. What's that Janet Yellen going to do? I can hear the blood <laughs> pulsing to all of our collective financial Do members. you remember yeah. that episode of arrow where he spent the entire hour teaching the flash how to shoot a bow and arrow and then they did the crossover episode of flash where he spent the entire time trying to teach the arrow how to run fast fast. yeah (laughs) man it was fascinating to learn how things become things right true it's very true and you know what's true also bob backland none truer than Bob. there we go none truer uh he always reminded me of a creepy gym teacher yeah he was Uh, always a little bit of like an 80s villain yeah uh, he had the finishing move, the chicken wing crossface. Yeah. Which just looked like someone hugging you from behind when you didn't want to be hugged. Right, and going, ow, my face. Yeah. <laughs> ow, my face. And uh, 
I don't have a lot to say about Bob Backlund yeah, besides I. just like a creepy gym teacher. Yeah, he. I mean, specifically he does, a creepy gym teacher. Like, he's kind of like, like a molesty the, creepy gym teacher. The the guy who ran Cobra Kai. Uh, I completely fucking disagree with that. Really? You're talking about the immortal Marty Cove who was at Whoa. my wedding, Phil. Whoa! All what? Right? Whoa! No, but I'm just saying in terms of I we're talking swagger. about the, one of the evil guys from Rambo Two. You okay. let the head of Cobra Kai. Yeah, I saw him wedding? on the dance floor, and I was like, "Oh my god!" That guy I wanted cut to say a something. Motherfucking rug. He did. He was dancing. He sent a kid back out there to purposely hurt Daniel. Yeah, yeah. and you invited that scum to your wedding. I appreciate dedicated people. Yeah, I and I like uh, people sweeping. Yeah, because you got to sweep that leg. Got to sweep that leg, and you got to make sure that floor is clean. Because yeah. you take your socks off, you're gonna get something. You're gonna get whatever you. You're left gonna get there, jungle rot get on the up. bones of your feet. Yeah. Whatever gravel you brought in, or whatever juicy centipede they found in the in the middle of the shit, they're yeah. gonna dip it down on your foot. That's the lesson to be learned from yep. the, this segment. It's like that old saying about centipedes and shit. Yep. John Cena, number nineteen, <laughs> incredible uh, wrestler. John Cena. Cena sucks. I uh, don't. Cena, let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. Let's, let's go, John Cena. Uh, Cena sucks. Let's go, Cena. Uh, very funny in movies. Uh, wonderful actor. Yeah. Uh, did sure. you see Trainwreck? I did see Trainwreck. Oh, did I mean, see he Trainwreck? made me laugh. Uh, I he did make me laugh, but I also thought to myself, what an entirely superfluous character. I was like, the, he supports the narrative not at all. They should have cut him in. Here's how he. Su- oh my god, comedy god Joel Anderson talking yeah. about the screenwriting process. Comple- entire- Look, it's called atmosphere, Joel. You need to build things up. Sometimes you don't need a. You don't need to have a point to have them in the movie. Besides, you're setting the tone. You're putting yeah. a little bit of more arsenic in the. And green I think paint. that it, it spoke deeply to what she was valuing in relationships that time, and it helped define the beginning point so she could have an arc. Well, yeah. yeah. Sure, but I think, you know, instead of seeing her doing that, we saw her with John Cena, and he had a bunch of funny stuff. Oh, well, what, no. No, I'm sorry, what incredibly famous movie <clears throat> did you give a pass on when you were a studio reader? I can't seem to remember. What was it? <laughs> do, we, uh, do we need to bring that up? I now? believe um, it was the King's to... Speech. Ah, yeah. uh, yes, the King's Speech. Said, uh, what was the... Oh, this is tripe. Uh, yeah. oh, what was the incredible message? What was the note that you gave on that that you said should they should pass on? Uh, well, I... I I thought that it was not uh, particularly interesting to watch a guy get his stutter cured. And that sure. They, and, and here's the thing. They, they and, and my bigger point was that the personal struggle of him curing his stutter was far more interesting than the sort of inflated concept of Britain needing their king to speak to them over the radio and not stutter in order to win World War II. You mean II. the element yeah. that was pretty much completely put right, in the that, background that while the relationship yeah. was being built as well as him. You know, I did think I it was agree. weird John Cena was in that movie, though. It was though. very strange John, John, Cena John Cena was probably should have cut John was very yeah. funny he in that movie. That point the I shit out of Jeffrey yeah. Rush. Yeah, yeah. Look, Number 18, Luthez. I know nothing. I know very little about him. Is that two names? But Luthez had a pretty cool move where he'd run at you and then put his legs in front of him and knock you down and then beat you. Yeah, beat you up with his fist. What what era was that? Because I totally missed him. Uh, You mean the 40s? Oh, well, that makes sense. I can only guess. Anyway, the picture's in black and white, guys, and we all know those movies suck. Right, yeah. (laughs) I would love to watch footage of wrestling in the 40s. Uh, look, it was it, a lot of just like this guy comes in the ring and this guy he's a giant. You better look out. Yeah, and then they just punch each other in the face. Inside, a bunch. eat popcorn. Talk yeah. about the uh, incredible encroachment of minorities on your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's a bear man and he's fighting another bear man. Ma. Yeah, uh, honestly, I think in wrestling in the forties was probably the one time it was acceptable to watch uh, a man of a different race with his shirt off. Yeah, yeah. It's probably oh, yeah. true. Uh, Chris Jericho, speaking of a man of another race with his shirt off. 
Our yes. brother from the north, Chris Jericho. Yep, oh, crybaby Chris Jericho. Oh, why would you say oh, that? Oh, I'm going to bring it back. Uh, our first undisputed champion, yep. Chris Jericho. Now, Chris Jericho was the man who fought CM Punk, Joel. Mm. And Obviously. he said that he would drive him to drink. Of the Wessex Punks? Uh, no, yep. no. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, now, I should say that's really kind of a small chapter in Chris Jericho's uh, wrestling oeuvre. Yeah. He's been, he's had several chapters. He's been all over the place. He's great in WCW. He showed up with the Radicals on SmackDown. Yeah. I named two of probably really the smallest parts. Well, he's been, <laughs> he's been heel face, heel face. He's one of those guys where every time I tune back into wrestling, I'm like, what's Chris Jericho this week? He's one of those guys who shows up whenever they're kind of, they don't have the star power. So they enlist right. him and he shows up and well, he he's a solid wrestler. Yeah. Did he have like wrestler. a religious theme? Jericho was like a city in the Bible, right? Well, he the did have a move called Jericho. the Walls of Jericho. Yeah, yeah. he still he still got it. Well, he still got it. Yeah, yeah he still got it, guys. Is that just, inv- does that involve him playing like a like a bugle? No, I think it actually involves him talking about the Israeli Palestinian conflict. Oh, yes, yeah. it involves him playing a bugle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dusty Rhodes. Ah, there we go. Yeah, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Uh, I wish Scott was here because he'd have some he really He looks out, out of shape. He's a talker. <laughs> Look, he. everybody said that he looked out of shape, but that guy could go. We're talking 60-minute yeah. Iron Man matches. And Ooh. then back in uh, the territory days when they just let you wrestle for four days straight. Right. And that was the main event. Oh, yeah. like the like the six-day races in cycling. Or when you dance so much that you need that money so bad. And that if you, you know, they shoot horses, don't they? Yeah. And Those he's got a are. dynasty. Yeah. He's got the Rhodes dynasty. He's got kids. Wrestling kids. Thanks, Dad. Yep, Cody. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, what's Cody up to? And his brother, Gold. Uh, Cody is currently Stardust. Yep. But he's been teasing a return to Cody Rhodes. Really? Teasing. We're all Stardust, there's, there's really. There's Gold Dust true. and Stardust, Joel, and those are the kids of, of, of Mr. Rhodes. I knew that. Come yeah. on. What? <laughs> Look, Dusty Rhodes also just recently passed away, so that's why Phil was yeah. getting a little bit quiet. But, oh, okay. So that's another yeah. rest in peace. I Actually, I think we've had a couple so far. Rip. Yeah, unlike the other wrestlers who all live to be 100. Yeah. yeah. Very healthy, yeah. no bone problems, and no right. aches or pains. Well, it's because they don't do steroids. Uh, it's not so much about the steroids. I think it's about the constant bumps and bruises. Ah, I yeah, would they assume get, that always... at least some of them are doing steroids. They're quite large. Uh, steroids is a thing of the past, Joel. Yeah. We're now on to human growth hormone. And oh, just like, in, just like in baseball. Yeah, yeah you just we're... inject gorilla into yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. We're talking about new things to make the body do incredible things, yeah. just like that of Edge. Oh, I loved Edge. One of those oh. incredible things that he did was Lita. Uh, so this is, this yeah, is like the, the gay CM Punk. Edge. No, no, because no. no, CM Punk was straight edge, edge, and this guy is not straight no. edge. Oh, so let's replace gay with Canadian, right? And CM Punk with awesome wrestler. I always saw Edge okay. as kind of like strong Jason Muse. Yeah, it's an absolute wonderful yeah. way to describe him. Yeah. He kind of looks like the lead singer of uh, oh, what was the name of the band? Scott Sebastian. Stapp? No, no, no. Sebastian Bach was the lead singer of some some group. Uh, Sebastian Bach was Warrant. Was he Warrant? I think it, no, it wasn't Warrant. Because Warrant was like, she's my cherry pie. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't Warrant. It was somebody else. It was well, either well, way, either way guys, Edge was dynamic. He was like a hurricane when the rated R superstar comes <laughs> yeah. around. He was really, really fun. Yeah, he started with Edge and Christian. He was part of the, uh, I believe, The Brood mm-hmm. with Gangrel. Uh, what yeah. made him rated R? Just incredibly sexual. Yeah, Just he was. Very oh. sexual. Oh. Yeah, he was dynamic. Jason Muse. Think Jason Muse, but strong and yeah. fighter. Mm-hmm. Yes. From Jay and Silent Bob, he's Jay. Oh, okay. Jay. Yeah. Jay is incredibly sexual? 
Dude, have you never seen a Kevin Smith film? Oh, my goodness. Uh, a couple. Yeah, but... Everything he did was always just like trying to, he was on the make. Okay. All right. Jesus Christ. I'll buy, I'll buy that. All right. Well, he's the Radar Superstar, and that's fun. You know what else is fun, guys? What? Harley Race. Another one I don't 14. know much about. He's a gravel-toned brother of another mother who's, oh. uh... Yeah, he was something just... Phil doesn't do. Because... <laughs> Because he's got a Harley, but you don't you don't ride it. So oh, that's true. I've got a Harley. I've got a Harley Rust. Yeah. <laughs> Joel Anderson financial podcast coming up soon on the <laughs> podcast network. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of good zingers like that one. Just seeing the picture of Harley Race, though, it's like that's the wrestler that your dad loves. Yeah. Right. He was like an all American post war yeah. man. That looks like a slice of man. And from the mutton chops, I'm saying he was in the seventies. Maybe. Joel Anderson's financial podcast <laughs> right. on the Comedy Podcast Network talking about stocks and other financial opportunities. We, the, the title of this podcast should be uh, uh, Inferences from Pictures of Harley Race. This is true. But he looks like he's got curly hair. You know who doesn't have curly hair who anymore? Does? Right. The Rock. Oh, Ooh. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. The Tooth Fairy himself. That's Quick interjection. Right. Escape from Witch Island, man. <laughs> That's my favorite wrestler. Ah, uh, good. Yeah. And, yeah. and as much as I have an opinion about that i always thought he was hysterical because he's a cook sure is that why you liked him because you'd smelled what he's because you could just smell like what the rock is cooking yeah. he call everybody jabronis and yeah. uh, and the people's elbow was an exciting and dynamic move. notorious food critic joel anderson <laughs> yeah loves the rock yeah yeah and look he, he is to be loved he's a i great could wrestler. smell what the rock was cooking uh, and it was always subtly rendered yeah. with, with bright flavors just like his performances Yes. Yeah, very subtle. <laughs> very subtle. He was king subtlety. Great on the mic. Yeah. He managed oh to go God. from wrestling to movies, back to wrestling, back to movies, back yeah. to wrestling again. Yeah. G.I. Joe himself. He, that's Bruce Willis. What? Spoiler alert. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Wait. G.I. Joe is played by Bruce Willis? Oh, no. he was in G.I. Joe. No, though. he played like the original Joe. Oh, I see. Um, that he's got to oh, get tough. Joe. Oh, Joe. Yeah. Uh, Hawaiian fella. Uh, I, I think actually uh, America Samoan. Samoan. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought he was from Hawaii. Don't worry, it's because you're a racist. No, a, I thought he was from Dominion Hawaii. The United States, but soon to be 51st state, I believe. Right? So, Are you sure uh, that he's not no, from never, Hawaii? No, no, never, never. I, I certainly have not heard that that's in the cards. You'd think Puerto Rico would be way before. Look, out of all of our dominions, I'm sure we have a lot of people on the docket in case we need to transfer someone to statehood. Yeah, yeah. And that's even fair. 50 is pretty great, though. I don't know if we want to disrupt. It's a nice round number. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty good. 51, it's like what? We got 102 senators? I, like mean, but, not... I mean, but honestly, we've really got just a couple of gems in there. California, Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Those are the only two states I love. Those are the only two states I care about. Yeah. yeah. Texas. Yeah. Tejas. No, let's talk about The Rock. I'm so excited to finally get a chance to talk about The Rock. Yeah, okay. Tell uh, me what you got, buddy. Again, I think he's electrifying. I think he's Very a complicated finishing move. Of the people's elbow? Lots of steps. But then I Bouncing like, off ropes and whatnot. Yes, it's true. Yeah, it seems like he would flip flopping around. He'd try to do it, and then things would always like interrupt it. Well, what they would always do is someone would put their fists over their face, and then it would disrupt the elbow, and then the rock would go, oh, and then he'd be laying yeah. on the ground. When the fuck did that ever All happen? the time. I never saw I that. Will, I will find you 30 YouTube clips after this of, of somebody stopping it while the elbow was dropping, and then the rock, his elbow got hurt so bad because of the force that he was about to come down on that i this is news to such me. An all the move. time if yeah. you start time, no, no. everybody tweet steve and tell him that i'm right and he's wrong 
at that point in the move is always when they stopped it, and it always just hurt his elbow so bad that someone would block it. There's no need to tweet us that, but you are welcome to tweet us your favorite rock moments yeah. at Curtain Jerks on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. hashtag rock moments. <laughs> he was also, I believe, <laughs> or as we like to call him, a romance. Right. <laughs> he was the people's champ. Yeah, yeah, he was the people's. Yes, yeah. Joel, he was the yeah. people's. Bit champ. of a communist. It is so hard to not belittle you when I'm not <laughs> And in life, yeah, and like, in life, it's so yeah. hard not to belittle Joel. This is the nicest you've been to me I in a know. long time. It's so strange, but you say things, and I immediately want to yell at you. Right in life, that's uh, Joel's function. That's long, I used long to be you true. on this show. I used to be you on this. show. I was no. the one. Yeah. Everybody's got to be. Nobody's as Everybody's good at being gotta me be as I am. Everybody's got to be the human punching bag pincushion sometime. Number 13, Adam Rose. <laughs> right? Adam. No, oh, wait, that no, was no. The Rock was 13. Kurt Angle, number 12. There Olympic go. gold medalist Kurt Angle. Well, this, really? He was an Olympic gold medalist? Yeah, yeah. in wrestling. For re- and not, not for some bullshit wrestling like fencing. We're talking about real man wrestling. <laughs> uh, fencing is a man sport. I said is man. It? I said bullshit wrestling like fencing. Oh, I see. Fencing is a man's sport and a woman's. It's a real sport. It's a real sport. All, yeah. all across the board. Yeah. But they but took like the wimpiest kind of sword I've got fighting. a Kurt Angle story. Tell me. Uh, I went tell and saw, us, tell our I went and saw Conan O'Brien's show. This would have been like 2001 or something like that. And Kurt Angle was the guest. And at that time, I was there with my cousins and my brother. And I was so excited because it was Kurt Angle. And they were not wrestling watchers. And they were so pissed off that someone funny or famous wasn't on. It was mm. Kurt Angle and uh, Dylan McDermott. Well, that's why they still live in their hometown, and you've spread out to the far corner. That's true. Quick question about Kurt Angle. Acute or obtuse? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't even want to talk about Kurt Angle. Sorry, Kurt Angle. If you're (laughs) listening to this, I apologize. We're really excited to talk about you. One of my favorite matches is Kurt Angle. Scott always showed it to me. He showed it to me once, and I never stopped thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon at 1999 King of the Ring. There we go. And Shane McMahon is son of Vince McMahon, Joel Anderson. And I think the important (laughs) thing to remember is Shane McMahon was not a – he didn't wrestle all the time. But when he did, he really had to prove himself Yeah, because he's the son of the boss. Family dynasty, yeah. Yeah. And they put on one of the most brutal contests I think I've ever seen. Nice. So, Joel, Google Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon. I'll put it on the I'll put it on the <laughs> there email, the there email recipe I have. I do you. not think yeah. that Joel is going to do that, but uh, if he's he if he doesn't want to cry himself to sleep tonight, I think he'll. <laughs> I think he will. Number eleven, Taz. <laughs> uh, that's actually Triple H. Oh, so, okay. Uh, yeah, I thought that we were. I I just feel like we haven't talked about Taz yet this episode. No, so. we haven't. Uh, I'm Taz, gonna, if you're listening, thank you for tuning in to yeah, the Curtain Jerks podcast. I, I'm glad that you understand that this these are jokes we're making, yep. and that we don't actually believe that Joel is a jerk right your joel's not a jerk he's a i'm fellow... a jerk now i'm a curtain jerk yes so. yes oh there we go tying it back in yeah. yeah use that for the intro at long last i am a curtain jerk you know what i feel like we didn't introduce you at all joel joel <laughs> joel is the co-host <laughs> so of we... the sports 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 podcast we're gonna take a Comedy pause podcast in the middle Network. of the list yeah yeah that's your number want. 10 wrestler joel anderson <laughs> well let's not get crazy yeah yeah uh i'm kidding let's get crazy joel is a very funny man, a comedic writer. Uh, I think part of the they already know I'm a very funny man. Community. They've been listening to those zingers pop out there one after another. Speaking as they... of zingers popping out there one after another, just like the unpredictability of the stock market, the financial show with Joel Anderson <laughs> coming up on the Comedy Podcast Network. Going to be really good. Yeah, it's really something. Look, everybody's worried about money. 
right? Yeah. When you yeah. talk about money, you get worried about it. When Joel Anderson gets down to the brass tacks, the penny pinches, and the green corners, he's there to make sure you know that smell on that dollar bill is that of something you earned and not something that you just found on the floor of the bathroom. Commerce. It's, yeah. Commerce. it's a shame that this is over a podcast because yeah. I feel like in person you take one look at me and you go, that's a person I want to trust with financial advice. Right. Yeah. That's true. Just boom. Can I give myself an intro? I know. Like- you can't because oh. Phil... Welcome back to the show. Thank you. One of you. our several uh, pinch hitters <laughs> yeah. on the Curtain Jerk Show. Phil is the godfather of the Comedy Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, internet whiz kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, business mastermind. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, Final Fantasy savant. Yeah. Phil Rayton. <laughs> and also, uh, you, I have to say this every time I'm on the Curtain Jerks podcast, I am beating John Morrison in appearances on the podcast. This is true. The only thing I beat John Morrison in. This is true. Yes. Uh, How many times has John looks, Morrison been on the show? Yeah. Uh, John Morrison was on what? Four? Three, four times? Four yeah. times? And this is time number seven for me. Well, Ooh. I guess you guys are just going to have to settle it with a arm wrestling contest. Goo! 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 Oh, no! Uh, his arm is your body. Yes, that's yeah. true. That is true. Number 11. Our, our our fourth guest today is Triple H. There we go. Yeah. In name only. Triple yeah. H, uh, great wrestler. Part of the McMahon dynasty we were just talking about. I like to call him part of the Levesque Helms dynasty. That Wait, is, Helms. Yeah. He's, Hunter Helms. He, he, ad, he adopted Hunter Shane Hurst Helms. Helms. No. Wait, it what is, does the Triple H stand for again? Helmsley? Hunter Hurst Helms. Hunter Hurst Helms. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought it was Harold Hankerson Holyoke of the Wessex Holyoke. Oh, yeah. Well, that they do be... have their uh, prep school gangs there. Yeah. When Triple H... But this is a different Triple H. Yeah, very less anti-Semitic and anti-black. <laughs> okay. Anti-anti-black. Forgive me if I'm getting this wrong, but I believe when he entered the, the uh, WWE universe... He actually was playing a foppish character. Uh, more so than foppish, we're talking a blue blood. So he would come right. out with the high boots, the yes. riding pants, the red yes. jacket. I, I vaguely, I haven't gone and revisited those old matches, but I remember the the booze because he looked like a romance novel character, which the wrestling fans cared not for. No, they care not for Really? It. Yeah. Now that's surprising. Oh, there's nothing that a wrestling fan hates more than somebody who comes off as highfalutin. Well, I had always that. assumed that like you go to a wrestling match and it's just like, here's where they sell the popcorn and here's where they sell the Jane Austen novels and... And, you no, know. no, no! It's silken capes, Joel. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's not about reading; it's about the illusion of reading. Ah, uh, yeah. I see. Yeah. And honestly, I think anytime people are going to have to spell it out for you, you've already come for the passionate action. You don't need to have anybody get in your face and tell you what culture is. Right? Yeah. Is is he the biggest image makeover though in wrestling history? Going from that to water spitting, sledgehammer slinging. Like, that's a pretty, that's a complete, no, well, that's a, as 180 as it gets. I think there's a couple out there that were pretty wackadoodle. And I said wackadoodle. You did. Uh, whoa, 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 slow down. Let's not say things we Kevin can't take Nash, back. Kevin Nash, super tall Kevin Nash, started in WCW, and he had a brief tenure as Oz, portraying a wizard from the Wizard of Oz. Really? Yes. I didn't know about that Before one. Before he became big, sexy, long-haired, romance novelist biker, Kevin Nash. There we go. Romance novelist biker? Yeah. And I'm oh. sorry, are, are you allowed to use The Wizard of Oz? Is that public domain? Frank L. Baum's mm-hmm. Wizard of Oz. Oh, right. That's, it would be public domain. Dead. Yeah. Dead. It, it reminds me. I, I guess the biggest one I can think of is the leader of the Spirit Squad actually became the Boogeyman. <laughs> probably as big of a change deep cut that yeah. was very good uh also uh the rock monster from the never ending story 
uh, turning into Michael Cole. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, you know what else is crazy? What? Buddy Rogers. Don't know. You know what else is crazy? What? Number nine, Bruno Sammartino. <laughs> there we go. The very Italian looking. Uh, oh, yeah. I can say that because I'm Italian myself. So you're allowed to use the... But most importantly, guys, number eight, Sting. Hey, Sting was actually in the waiting room. Yeah, Sting yeah. is... Got, is, is he, he going to come and take uh, take his... Is he going to take his crown at number eight? I don't know. Sting, I'm... get in here! Ooh. Ah, thanks for having me, fellas. Hey, ah. Sting, look, you're number eight in the all-time 25 greatest wrestlers, Ooh, according to the baby. Sportster. Ah, the sportster.com. That's a great place for me. Yeah. I like being number eight, and that's a great picture of me. No hair on that chest. There we go. Yeah, that's the the sting makeup. That's not Joker sting. You're wearing a lot of makeup. I wear a lot of makeup all the time so people know what it's like when an icon comes into the room. Yeah, that's fair. You know, I was just watching uh, uh, the name of the, uh, the, uh, the Upright Citizens Brigade, the TV show, and you were in it. Ha! I love the Herald. No, you're an imp- I didn't know you were an improviser. I yeah. sting Steve Borden. I'm a big fan of improv. That's great. Oh. Maybe we should try some improv. Like you could be a character, and then we'll be a character. We'll no, do some no, improv. don't put me on the spot. It's no, not let's necessary. do. It's a comedy podcast. It's, it's more important to remember the principles of improv. Sure. That if you're going to be putting on a live show, that you need to dedicate more of your energy to that of the audience. Instead of your own personal masturbation on the stage. <laughs> that's, that's fair. So that means dressing up for shows. Right. And making sure that you respect the fact that people had to find parking sure. and pay for tickets. I don't that's know fair if I thing. completely agree with this If I'm this, not spending time to learn my lines or know my blocking, I at least have to focus on the relationship with my other partner on stage. I feel like As that. well as knowing that the audience is there to get a good show and be moved emotionally and be in a better place for the show overall. Well, hey there, Sheriff Jim. Why do you have a trout for a gun? This isn't a gun. It's a trout. This isn't a trout. That's a gun. Scene. That was good. (laughs) Good job, Sting. That's awesome. I like to appreciate that we introduced a gun, but it didn't go off. Yes, that is good. Thank you for doing that. So it's a lot more about doing theater as well as building the interaction between the two of us. The Ooh. gun builds tension. However, the relationship's very important. Sting, you know what? You're Should actually... we do one more? Let's do one more. <laughs> okay, we'll do one more. Okay, um, opening line. Opening... Oh, oh, I'm just going to jump right into it. Why don't we get a suggestion oh, from Joel? Oh, Joel. Oh, let's get a suggestion. Uh, obtuse angle. Okay. Okay. Uh, wow, uh, Gary, that's a pretty wide angle that you drew on that paper. I'll say I did it because I love you, Tom. You know what, Gary? You're uh, a real uh, pirate. I uh, thank you. I did it to sail the seven seas because I love you. Oh, well, great. Well, uh, maybe. Uh, oh, your wife. You left your wife in Africa. Oh my God, my wife. I love her too, but not as much as I love you. <laughs> oh man, this. Well, I brought steaks for us so we could eat the steaks. And I focus love on steaks. That. They're my favorite. Almost as much as when I ate my wife in Africa. And see, oh, no. that was great, Sting. A twist at the end to make people excited for when we return to it in the Herald. Yeah, oh, the we learned so much about each other. were raised at the end. If you're uh, interested see? in more improv, make sure that you find out more about improv online. Googling improv. Yes, that's, thank you, Sting. <laughs> that's a, a good way to learn anything. It's I guess. also important to remember that improv is spelled P-O-R-N-H-U-B. Dot com. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for coming, Steve. Congratulations. 
Congratulations, Sting, on hitting number eight. Yes, and thank you. Nice. All right, Sting. That was great. That wow. was amazing. Joel, that was your first time you got I to actually know. meet a wrestler. Do you have wrestlers come in like that all the time? Almost all the time. He Jesus. was wearing so much makeup. Yeah. Usually two to three times an episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Not number, this time. No. Number seven, Bret Hart. There we go. The best of the, the Hart dynasty. Thank you. Yep. Foundation, dick. Yeah, dynasty. There's a lot of them. There, it's a dynasty, but yeah. it's also the Hart Foundation. Sure. Well, I was going to mess up the whole best there ever was whole thing. I'm sorry. Did I cut you off? No, it's okay. Now I don't have to say it. Okay. No, anyway, it's good. Joel, uh, you may not think that this man is a great wrestler, but he's a great wrestler. Yeah. Okay. He's I a hitman. Yeah. He's, he's a, wearing a pink He's thing. a tactical, skilled wrestler. Yeah. He's not overly muscular but once he's in there he's got ring psychology he tells a story he yeah. makes you care he plays music in the ring uh is he bringing like, elaborate metaphor is he yeah. bringing like okay. a fiddle with him or something no the music is played only on chins yes oh and the music is sweet uh well sweet, if he's sweet stealing music? the move from number six <laughs> macho man randy savage <laughs> Because chin music's uh, a baseball term. Uh, no, I well, was, honestly, I listen think... to the sports, sports, sports podcast. No, no, I was. Please do. Don't, I mean, do. don't sell yourself short. But that's when you, when you when you pitch one uh, high and inside, it's known as sweet, sweet chin music. Yeah, yeah. I do actually inside. wonder. I learned that from baseball, but it is is possible they started referring to that because of. Macho Man Randy Savage. He was in like the eighties, right? He was. Yeah, he but was. Macho Man Randy Savage, while a great wrestler. Did not use the sweet chin music as much as the, the Undertaker <laughs> at number five. Is the, Undertaker. the Undertaker loves that sweet chin music. Yes. He's got I the, thought it was going to be next two. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really screwed this one up. Yeah, The Undertaker, uh, great wrestler. Joel, he's a dead man. He yeah. buries the dead. He sells the dead. He, I don't know if he sells it. Anyway, The Undertaker's been at this game the longest. He's got yeah. the craziest gimmick. He's an Undertaker, like an yeah. old-time Seems like Undertaker. an unfair advantage in the ring. He's literally he's murdered already people. dead. His, for his first years of wrestling, he showed no pain. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. They couldn't couldn't pin him. Now he does because he's getting pretty old. Did he, yeah. did he ever lose? Uh, to Hogan, he lost. I think Hogan gave him his first loss. But before yeah. that, Hogan was notorious for no selling. He would hulk up, and he would shake and yell, Hulk, 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 Hulk. Right. Uh, the Undertaker would just stare at you. Yeah. Ew. Straight to the core of you. And the creepy Ew. music and darkness and, and the, hung people in the ring. The big, fatty, wide tie. Yeah. yeah. He didn't He didn't lose at WrestleMania, correct? He, that was, uh, that was his thing? 20 times he yeah. didn't lose. Mm. Until, until Brock Lesnar. Yeah. We had, we had some mutual friends who had a bet that he would go 25-0 and 0 at WrestleMania. Yeah. And, well, yeah. your friends lost, just like they took sweet chin uh, music on the chin. Chin. Just like they like got number, it from four, number four. Shawn, Shawn Michaels. Michaels. There, there we go. go. Okay, I'm uh, really confused. I feel at this so point. much better now. Now, who, Joel, this is who Shawn actually Michaels. did the sweet chin music? Joel. Uh, Shawn, Shawn Michaels, Michaels. Okay. actually did. Yes. So three uh, times in a row, you guys just confused me. Yeah, yeah, we were trying to. to I was a segue gone awry. Capable of sweet chin music, but number four on the top twenty-five greatest wrestlers of all time is Shawn Michaels. Yeah, okay. He had a great move where he would kick someone underneath the chin. We're talking almost full extension. Yeah. Oh, so this did not involve him throwing a baseball. No, yeah, near the face. Nothing to do with baseball. And it wasn't like an axe kick. We were talking like side kick out, and Ooh. he would turn away and give yeah, the old. Yeah, it was chin very music. high kick. Yeah. It was very cool, and it could come from out of nowhere. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's what I like. Not a lot of setup. Rey Mysterio takes some notes. Yeah, it's a believable oh. every time. You know what, uh, Phil? You're a storyteller, but you hate uh, superfluous uh, setups. Well, I hate uh, implausible setups. Well, well look, takes me out of the narrative. This is really going to shock you, Phil. But I actually think the wrestling moves that have the most setup are the best ones. Because uh, then it's like it's a whole bunch Joel of Joel being contrarian. Uh, also, Joel wanting to extend a setup. There we go. Speaking of expending the setup, Hulk Hogan. Wow, I'm actually Macy's oh. down at number three. Well, I would have thought he would be. Hey, that's that's close to the center of the earth where uh, the heat burns the brightest. Yeah, yeah that's noted. True. Racist Hulk Hogan. Yeah, you know what? That man has a tarnished legacy. Yeah. I can I can say it, guys. I can say it. Yeah. Not because I'm a racist. I can just say he has a tarnished legacy. <laughs> you know what's really crazy? Maybe I'm just forgetting, but I know one of them that's above Hogan, but I can't think of the other one. I feel like We're there's one that three. should definitely be above there's Hulk Hogan. There's one that's super obvious, and now I'm blanking one on what the other one might be. One who notably fought Hulk Hogan at Yankee Stadium? Or was it Chase I think Stadium? I might know who. Okay, I feel Look, better now. Guys, we're going to gloss Hogan, over, we're glossing over tape, the rest of Hulk uh, Hogan's history. 80s cartoon uh serial he's raspy done a lot. voice yeah refers to hulk in his name a lot yeah he's everyone's his brother i think there's a sad tragic element of sort of losing uh an icon like that or a hero by having their sort of history tarnished by reality yeah it happens reality the, tv the cosby yeah. yeah it's the cosby yeah. effect yeah or i guess it's the anybody rich effect who just thought they could get away with something yeah effect. right I long ago gave up on talented and interesting people being, like, not awful, so. Well, I'm not going to ever give up on someone who's talented and interesting and fucking awesome, which is Stone Cold Steve Yeah, Austin that's the one I was thinking of. Oh, so fun to watch. Beer drinking, four-wheeler driving, just Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, Joel, I like that he drank beer. Yeah, I yeah, love that he, he drank beer. He, he would take two beers and drink them both at once by pouring them into his mouth. Now, Joel, I understand that when you look at a picture of Stone Cold Steve Austin, you see elements of your yourself and that yeah. actually makes you happy and not angry often we see in others things we dislike and those are elements <laughs> that we hate about ourselves i think every yeah. time you see stone cold steve austin you see elements in him that you wish were part of that you wish some of them yeah arguably we, i'm a little more intellectual than stone cold this oh, is true, but i think those same elements you see in stone cold you wish were inside you I wish that Stone Cold was inside of me. I really, Set really up do. Point Set up, yeah, paid off. I, I will say he he does. I mean, mastered the beard and bald head. Yeah, but not quite a full beard. He so, didn't need it. He's now, not. He's not hiding anything. Joel, when you had hair, was it luxurious blonde hair or was it super curly? It was thin. It was wispy, and it had sort of like permanent waves in it. It was terrible hair. I'm really better off. Being it wasn't bald. great. So I like, knew him in college like, when he had it. Yeah, it wasn't Phil great. remembers my video hair. game ramen hair. Yes, yes, yeah. indeed. That was was not good. great. He uh, looks better without. You look great yeah. without hair. Yeah, thank you. Good yeah. fit. Yeah, I got we, lucky on that one. Can we guess who's number one? I could. But I'm not going to because I know who it is. Oh. oh. Well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I mean, because yeah. even I know it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, no more rhyming, and I mean it. This guy doesn't want another peanut. Is it Andre the Giant? Is it Andre the Giant? Uh, I'm going to take my guess now yes, because well. I know the right answer to it. The number one wrestler of all time is none other than Spirit Squad's own The Boogeyman. <laughs> oh, gentlemen. He eats worms. He loves clocks. This is going to be awkward when we reveal because one of us, not only is it not the number one wrestler, they're not even going to be on the list. Guys, 
if only we could all be right, but I am because oh, it's Whoa! This guy is number one for a reason. Yes. He embodies wrestling. Yes. He's got the flash. He's got the pan. And he's got the flash that's in the pan. <laughs> yep. All right, guys? He's yeah. got the bankruptcy. He's got the health issues. He survived a plane crash. Yeah. He wrestled all over the world. He's, he's full of himself. He's tan like a leather crocodile bag. And he is flashy. Yes. And he comes out to Zarathustra. Yeah. Uh, Thus spake Zarathustra? What? Thus spake, Zar- Z- Thus spake Zarathustra uh, by Ricard Thus Strauss? Thus spake Zarathura. Yeah. The, the, the 2001 A Space Odyssey music. Yes, yes there, there we go. For those there of you not inclined towards classical music. Uh, Rick Flair, mm-hmm. Nature Boy. Yeah. Of the Wessex Flares? Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, wait, Andre the Giant's not even on this list? No. Is he not a noted wrestler? No, he's no, a noted you wrestler. Idiot. He parked cars and they just pulled him in because he was so big for WrestleMania. Dude. I can't fit in a, I can't fit in a car. Make me wrestle. But he was delightful you know, you in the really Princess Bride. I I thought he was a he big not time a big, wrestler. Joel, he's not no. a big wrestler at all. He did one match with Hogan and he did the Princess Bride. Yeah, well, he I, disappeared I, to history. I watched part of the match with Hogan on on YouTube. It seemed like a pretty big deal. Yeah, that yeah. was ninety percent of his career. He didn't do anything else. He didn't huh, wrestle he in was, Japan. He didn't wrestle. He didn't have any sort of contentious relationship with Roddy Piper. I feel like your fans are going to have a lot of Was Roddy Piper on this list? I don't know if he was. I don't think he was. That's another name that I've heard. That feels like a big miss. I I Uh, worshipped him as a kid. Sportster.com could be a friend for the Japanese mafia. I don't know. Sure. I don't know. Rick so. Flair, I would say, is a very good choice for number one. Not having Rowdy Roddy Piper on there. And Andre the Giant mess. both not being on there. I mean, honestly, the spectacle of wrestling was completely embodied by Andre the Giant because yeah. he was a giant. And yeah. not also, because he was an Andre. But that didn't hurt. Guys. Could apparently right. drink hurt. like 50 beers in a sitting. I also read the Art of Manliness article about it. Thank you, Joel. I yeah. don't know if that's where I got it from, but... Yeah, he gin and tonics would be like thimbles in his fingers. Yeah, Ooh. he was so big. Yeah. He's a big guy. At one point, there's a story that he he wrestled in Japan a lot. He put down newspapers on the floor because he couldn't fit in the bathroom. He just took a shit on those newspapers. Yeah, I, I would love to have that life. Those newspapers? That's oh. <laughs> the life of the newspapers. <laughs> I just get shit on by burly men all the time. Here it comes! <laughs> it's free! I'm not paying for this! What a great list, Steve. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, uh, this was my pleasure. Yeah. Any old time you want to have me on and explain wrestling to me and enraging your fans in the process, I'm there. No, you know, honestly, I think uh, a lot of our fans appreciate it because it's kind of the same as going on a date, a big sexy date with a beautiful woman who just doesn't <laughs> quite understand wrestling and she asked she, you didn't have to explain it she asked she was like could you explain this to me and you're huh. like yeah i respect you i'd like to explain this to you and this is what wrestling is here's a couple of my favorite shirtless men that is yeah. one of the kindest things anyone's ever said to me well you know uh steve thinks i'm a big beautiful woman you can hear more of uh <laughs> of joel at soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast you can hear him actually know something about stuff so this is true still be funny. as well as his uh, new appearance on Let's the not over joel anderson financial show which right. is going to be <laughs> debuting soon about time yeah yeah have I, you settled on a name for that yet uh, yeah, I believe it's uh, it's uh, Joel Sando's Big Money Breakdown. 
Joel Sandoz's big money breakdown, breakdown. of oh, course. Yeah. Yes, keep an eye for the incredibly photoshopped cover of it. It's very yeah. cool. It's him wearing a suit that seems to be slightly smaller than his body. Oh, Joel yeah. Sando. Uh, big money breakdown. Turn in for the first episode where I tell you, A, why corporate bonds are not where it's at, and B, why the Dow Jones Industrial Average's price weighting uh, system is a relic and needs to go. Well, speaking of relics that doesn't need to go, it's our Twitter, which is you can get in touch with us anytime, which is what you can get in touch with us anytime, which is what you can get in touch with us anytime, which is at Curtain Jerks. Uh, you said that three times. Yeah, I like to make sure that people get the repetition. Are, are we though. worried that that, uh, that phrase is going to now appear and then take us on like a wild journey? Speaking of a wild journey... That brings us to the end of this episode of Curtain Shirts. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for having us on this amazing crossover episode like the Arrow and Flash. Well, you know, you're Phil Ranta and you're Joel Anderson. I'm I'm going to go ahead and say better than the Arrow and Flash. (laughs) Yes. We didn't talk about shooting bow and arrows or running fast even once. For Curtain Jerks, I'm Steve Sears. I'm Joel Anderson. And I'm Phil Ranta. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait till the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things. These things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands. Uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks. Follow us, uh, like the episode, comment, tw- uh, comment during. It. You could, you should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like oh that was uh, quotable and then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there and if you're an aesthetics person orange accents right orange is the new black guys <laughs> yeah that's not gonna be dated <laughs> no way no jason way. biggs jason biggs. wcw champion if there is still around yeah that's how it works so it's the orange is the new black wcw crossover jason biggs is the new championship that belt's almost as big as his head it is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos. Uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos, ideas, videos, ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. Uh, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.